odd that happened today. Elliot Shore Parks, how are you, buddy? What up? How you guys doing? Having a good time in uh, Florida down there? Yeah. We're having yeah, a great time. On our time. last day. Yeah, right. we're coming Florida, back tonight. Eagle, Eagles are stealing the headlines from the Phillies today, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, it looks like it's fun down there. And the uh, and Elliot Elliot Shore Parks is calling. It's sponsored by B and B Beverages, Bucks County's premier beer and cigar superstore for over fifty years, right off two hundred two Byway in historic Doylestown, at B and B Beverage dot com. B and B Beverages dot com is their website. Check them out. All right, all right, Elliot. We'll, we'll get to Brandon in a second, but I think Slay's the more meatier issue right here. What do you think's going on with Slay? Do you think this is a he's either going to get traded or he's going to get cut? So I think right now this is probably, you know, it's about the restructure, but I don't think it's about lowering his cap hit. It's about how much money is in that restructure. My guess is Darius has one year left on his deal. He probably wants more financial security moving forward, which probably means more money. I don't think this is about his unwillingness to lower his cap hit. So with, uh, you know, according to Diana Rossini, ESPN, good report by her, uh, you know, he was able to go out and, and seek a trade, right? And normally what that means is, is that he's able to go out and see is anyone willing to pay him more money than the Eagles are willing to pay him. So, uh, you know, he's talked before about he wants to stay in Philadelphia. I don't know if this will change that, but I think if he goes out and he finds that there's a deal out there that the Eagles are willing to pay, then he'll be gone. But otherwise, I, you know, I still think there's a chance he's back, but I, clearly it's not like, you know, trending in that direction. Yeah, I just I just wonder if you're if you're about lowering his salary cap hit and restructuring, the only incentive for him to do that is giving guaranteed money. Like, what other reason? Like, why would he do that? Well, I mean, a lot of times players will restructure their contracts just because they get. Uh, so let's say, so Slay is a seventeen million dollar base salary, right? Let's yeah. say they wanted to restructure it. They'll be like, we'll give you all $17 million now, and then we'll stretch that out over the next three years, for example, right? right. So, that, so normally an incentive for a player is they just get a big check all at once as opposed to having to wait throughout the season to get it. That's why I think this is probably more about how much money they're willing to guarantee. And are they willing to guarantee money for him into you know the following season, like two years from now, right? And it's a it's a fair question. I mean, he is a really good player, still. There's a, he probably slipped a little bit in the second half of the season, but he's still one of the I don't know ten or fifteen players that if you're a defensive coordinator, you can look and go, okay, you just go cover that number one receiver, and he's ready to do it, and he's done it, right? Like there's a big difference between between being the number one guy and being the number two guy. So while he might not have had you know a stellar second half of the year. I still think if they lose him, that, that is a big loss to the defense, and it's not going to be easy to replace him. Um, oh, I agree. Is there I – mean, if, if they do trade or release him, are they ready to go? Does that mean Bradbury's more likely to come back? Do you think that they have a plan in free agency, or is this just, no, we're moving on from him? So I, I would think if, if Slay is gone, I still have not shut the door on Bradbury. I, you know, he wants to be back here. I think that, you know, it depends on the market, on what he gets. It'll be interesting to see – if teams view him as a legit number one corner or if they think he's best as a really good number two. And if, you know, there's a big difference in price for that. Right. So uh, it'll be, I'll be curious to see what his number comes in at. If Slay's gone, I think it does increase the chances of Bradbury coming back because you can't go into next year. I mean, I guess you could sign a veteran for three or 4 million, you know, like a Steven Nelson type, but it's not ideal to go into next year with, even if you take a rookie at 10, you know, if you start him from day one, there's risk involved in that. Uh, and then, you know, you, you need other corners. So I do think if Slay's gone, 
the, the door for Bradbury opens up, mostly because they just have more money than they would have otherwise, and that clearly makes it uh, more likely. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I, – I'm just I, not sure what the plan is this year yeah. on defense. I kind of almost I, feel like it's going to be a youth movement on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, when Howie's talked, he's been very clear about all the draft picks they have, right? So that makes you think that, that those draft picks are going towards defense. Almost all their free agents are on defense. And, you know, it's this offseason clearly is going to show this, but we all know this from covering this team for a long time. They're an offensive organization. From the top to the bottom, they value offense, right? So ultimately, when you're paying a quarterback what they're about to pay Jalen, you have to distribute. There's not as much money to distribute. You have to decide where to put that, right? So, yeah. AJ, one of the top receiver, paid receivers in the league. Dallas, one of the top tight ends in the league. Next year, Devontae is going to get a big deal. So, the bottom line is when you have all those guys making all the all that money, you have to go cheap elsewhere. And, and I think that on the defensive side of the ball, to your point, Ike, next year is probably going to be a bit of a youth moment. Nicobe, Jordan Davis, you know, maybe both their first-round picks this year, their second-round picks. So, uh, I do think you'll see a lot more uh, younger players play on on defense next year, and that just puts the responsibility on the offense to to make you know to earn their money, right? To go out and perform like some of the best, the highest paid players at their position. Uh, Elliot Shore Parks, Brandon Graham, one year contract, up to six million dollars is how I read it from uh, from Tim McManus's story. So there's probably some incentives in there, but it, it feels like one of these deals that makes sense from both sides and for everybody, right? Yeah, I think Brandon always wanted to be back in Philly. Uh, when you talk about a deal that's one year up to $6 million, I mean, that means that I would guess this cap hit is going to be very low, like maybe less than $2 million. So not a big impact on the cap. But Brandon, for I think he, it's smart to come back for him for a, a lot of reasons. To remain in Philadelphia, he can become the Eagle with the most game played. He'll be in a good position here in terms of his role. But for the Eagles, let's say Graham had left, right? Replacing him, he's in a very unique spot. Like, he's not an elite edge rusher if he's playing 70% of the snaps anymore. But finding guys as good as Brandon that are willing to play that role at that price, are real, it's really hard, right? So, ultimately, they're bringing back a double-digit sack guy and the exact role he's going to play next year. I do think he adds, uh, you know, some veteran leadership, obviously, to the locker room, especially if N'Kobe and Jordan Davis and a lot of young guys are going to be playing on defense. Having Brandon in that locker room is worth it. So, I think it's great bang for the buck for what they got. I really do think it's one of those instances where both sides, you know, really, I think, got the best they could have in free agency. Yeah, I mean, as long as the player is happy um, and the team is willing, uh, it's, a, it's a match made in heaven uh, for both sides there. And, and Brandon wanted to be here. Obviously, the Eagles still place value uh, in him. And it was just a matter of could they come to an agreement on a number. Seems like they did, so. That's 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 pretty good, and I'm, and I'm with you. I mean, hell, had he left, now you're talking about another hole that needs to be filled on the defensive side of the ball. It's a lot of holes that need to be filled on yeah. the defensive side of the ball, Elliot. Yeah, and, and the Eagles will tell you, and I'm sure you know. Whenever we hear from Howie or Nick next, they'll point out that they view the off season as you know up until the trade deadline, and they added James James, James Bradbury late in free agency last time. They added, uh, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson in training camp. So. They do view it that way, and I think that there, there is truth to that, right? Like, it's a long time until they have to play games that matter. But you're also right that this is, of all my years covering the team, I can't remember a time 
where like 80% of the starters on defense were free agents. So there are certain, you know, normally most off seasons we're talking about, they really need to add this one spot or this one spot, like a receiver, a running back, a corner. This year, they might need two safeties, two corners, two linebackers, two defensive tackles just to start. Like, forget about the depth. What made this team great last year was the depth. So there's a lot of work to be done. Obviously, Jalen, the first domino to fall in terms of figuring that out. But, yeah, I mean, again, the offense is going to have to be great next year. But Howie is talking about about these draft picks a lot. He's going to have to find impact players in the draft. Uh, all right, Elliot, we know we're going to see you next week. The town hall is uh, is on Wednesday, the official start of free agency. But when we talk to you next week, the tampering period could have already started. So what would be your prediction on what free agents come back, starting with the most likely to come back of the Eagles' uh, free agents? So I'm torn between Bradbury and Hargrave for, for two different reasons. Bradbury, because it's kind of what we just discussed um, you know, they're going to have money if they move on from Slay. I'll be curious to see if he gets as much as people think. And if he doesn't, I think the Eagles and him can, can meet halfway or, or meet close to it to get a deal done. So Bradbury would be there. Hargrave, to me, is a really interesting one because Hargrave is a player they desperately need. They don't need Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I know he's exciting, like all those things. They don't need him. They, they can find a replacement-level player for him. Hargrave is a player they really need back. He's a key part of the defense. He had double-digit sacks. I mean, they have nothing at defensive tackle. So I think Hargrave is really going to get paid. Like, I don't think you're going to get him on the cheap. Bradbury, you might get cheaper than you thought. Hargrave, you're going to have to pay for it. I'm still not convinced that they won't just go and pay him. So of the two free agents, you know, the big ones, I think Bradbury and Hargrave are the most likely to come back uh, by the time we're at uh, McGurk's next Wednesday. Mm. All right. Are you uh, you on this weekend, Elliot? Go Birds Radio? I'm um, I'm not, sadly, man. These Phillies that, uh, you know, you guys are down there watching, uh, they got a lot of spring training games, I guess, apparently. Uh, so, no, we're, we're not on Saturday, unfortunately. But it's good to have baseball back. I'll be, I'll be listening instead of working, I guess. All right, man. All right, brother. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, talk to you guys soon.